Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to share something with you. For many years, our family has been involved collecting pine cones for the purpose of replanting the forest. And some years, we've picked so many cones that we actually see them in our sleep. Loggers in our area will clear out large tracts of mature trees to sell for much-needed pulp or lumber. But the fields need to be replanted and reseeded for future harvests. The seeds are extracted from the cones that we pick, and many of which are then airdropped by helicopter. A few years later, Andrew and I can stand in a field that was once empty and bare and see all the new growth developing from underneath. And this reminds me of the Christian life. Each of us is like a pine cone filled with the seed of God's word that somebody has sown inside of our hearts. But like a pine cone eventually opens up to release its seed, we who have been educated in the scripture must do the same. Someone needs to be preaching God's word, taking the things that they have been handed down to you, um, and then giving it to future generations, just as God created living seed inside a pine cone to replicate itself, we must allow the seed of God's word to mature in our hearts and then distribute it to others so it can produce other men of God. To bear fruit, the seed must be planted into the soil of a good and obedient heart. Let's take a look at Matthew chapter 13, verses 3 through 9 and verses 18 through 23. And this is what they say. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them. Some fell upon stony places, where they had not much earth. And forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sore. When any one heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, not then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same as he that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it, yet hath he not rooted himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. He also that received seed among the thorns, is he that heareth the word, and the care of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. But he that received seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word, and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit, and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. You know, you certainly won't have fruit if you never plant a seed. The Lord Jesus called out to men to preach, like laborers chosen to plant new seedlings in the ground. That's what they did. The main problem 
is that the laborers are few out there. And to eventually bear spiritual fruit, one must plant the spiritual seed of God's word into somebody else's heart. The Christian life is advanced through teaching and preaching and requires that somebody sow the incorruptible seed, the word of God. We are like a pine cone filled up with the seeds of God's word. But just like a pine cone matures and opens up, we must open up in order to distribute the seed that we have been given by God. Look at Romans chapter 10, verse 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Everywhere that the Apostle Paul went, he was preaching and teaching God's Word. He was discipling and leading others to follow him in the teachings of the Christian faith. Those who were faithful would go out and disciple others. A disciple is an apprentice or trainee who is under the care and supervision of another, learning and maturing through the passed-on knowledge of another. Someone who works at a store might be called an assistant manager who is being trained in the requirements needed to become a full-time manager in the future. Someone who goes into basic training in the military is being taught how to become a soldier. Think of the numerous soldiers that a drill instructor may have trained in their life. Look at the people that the Apostle Paul has trained in the Christian life and continues to train people even today through his spirit-filled teachings and writings. Look what God can do with a man who felt that he was the chief of sinners. Through God's grace, look at the fruit that conversion can produce in somebody's life. Paul's life was a gift to the church. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. Verses 11 through 13 says this, And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Have you ever noticed how a son can take on the physical appearance of their dad. At times, they can look almost identical in the flesh, but this is simply on the exterior. The Apostle Paul was duplicating himself and his beliefs in the hearts of others. Although the Apostle Paul was a bachelor, he certainly had many spiritual sons in the faith whom he had taught. Timothy was one such man. He was one of Paul's spiritual fruits. Everything that Paul believed was instilled inside the receptive heart of Timothy. To meet Timothy was to meet the Apostle Paul, because they both shared the exact same religious beliefs. When you plant tomato seeds, you get tomatoes. When you plant jack pine seed, you get a jack pine tree. When you plant the spiritual seed of God's word into somebody's heart, it can result in a man of God. Philippians 2.22, But you know the proof of him, that as a son with the Father, he hath served with me in the gospel. If we are going to bear 30, 60, or even 100 fruit in our lives, it's going to require faithful preaching and teaching of God's word to others, and abiding in Christ. 
John chapter 15, 1 through 5 says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide me, and I knew. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. We can always know the kind of man the Apostle Paul was through the lives of those he taught. Matthew 12, verse 33 says, for the, for the tree is known by his fruit. So again, jackpine seed will produce a jackpine tree. Tamarack seed will produce a tamarack tree. The seed of God's word will produce a man of God. So today, I just want to ask you, what kind of seeds are you planting Let's uh, think about these things right now. We can be found on your web browser by Google searching TLK JBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated or affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. So peace to you, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.